And so this is a space where people can come and say, I'm scared. I don't know what I'm looking at. What you said does not make sense to me. Explain mm-hmm. that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so then, so then we work with clients on consulting, getting on monthly calls, sending the reports in a way that takes out all the accounting terms and the accounting fear and the um, confusion out of it and, and just helps people embrace that. Because once you can take the fear and the overwhelm out of it, it's really interesting how then you can say, all right, I could use these numbers now to empower myself. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible female business owners and leaders, tools for you on your personal and professional journey, and needed conversation and education to equip you with the tools to forge your path in today's world. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women who are seeking a different type of conversation, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Hello, She Leaders. Thanks for being here on the podcast today. Today, we have Danielle Hayden, who is a reformed corporate CFO, who is on a mission to help rule-breaking female entrepreneurs understand their numbers so they can gain the confidence needed to create sustainable profits. Doesn't that sound amazing, ladies? Heck yes. After spending 10 plus years in the boardroom as a corporate finance officer, Danielle is now in her own sweet spot as a co-owner of Kickstart Accounting, Inc., where she helps business owners with bookkeeping, financial analysis and education and as the author of the profit planner book series when danielle isn't crunching numbers on her client's behalf or crafting the next iteration of the profit planner you can find her hanging out with her two kids as she inspires them to lead their fullest lives or doing any and almost every fitness related activity ranging from spartan races to pilates this is a fun conversation with danielle today and much needed ladies for us to talk about our finances and understand them to the highest degree as business owners and just as women in general this is a must listen to episode with the incredible Danielle Hayden. Hello, Danielle. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Oh, I am so excited to have you here. We get to talk all about money today, which I know makes some people cringe because they're not comfortable or have a normalized conversation around money. But that's why we have you on the show, because we're going to talk about it. We're going to go there and we're going to give our listeners all the tools and insights that you have because you have a really incredible background. And and I'm just I'm really thrilled to to give this to our audience today. So why don't we go ahead and kick off Danielle? Would you please share a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do in the money world? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we'll keep this. um, I promise one of my number one things that I like to do is keep the conversation around money uh, easy, right? Easy and manageable and um, something that we can allow ourselves to do. So um, that's our, that's my goal for every conversation around money. Um, So Uh, I am the co-founder of a company called Kickstart Accounting. Um, We work with entrepreneurs in helping entrepreneurs understand their numbers so that they can grow their business. That sounds super simple, right? (laughs) But we are on a mission to really change entrepreneurship. And here's why. We have found that so many entrepreneurs 
only look at their financials when it's time to file the taxes. Uh, we're not using that information to make confident business decisions. We're not using that information to pay ourselves more. Uh, we're not using that information to grow. And so our mission is to empower women entrepreneurs to use that information so that they can grow their business. I love that. And when did you realize that this was a problem that you needed to solve? So I was working in corporate accounting as a chief financial officer. And what that meant was that I spent a lot of my time preparing financial reports and dashboards and key performance indicators for my CEO, my board of directors, and the investors of these like mid-sized businesses. And I was doing some volunteer work in um, entrepreneurship at where um, we actually volunteered to help people understand their numbers. And while I was talking to these entrepreneurs, I realized I am putting these companies at such an advantage, right? They get so much information, which is why they're able to make the decisions that they're making, right? That CEO was able to double down and really grow the company because he had the information that he needed to know what to double down on, right? So he wasn't making emotional decisions. He was making data-driven decisions. And I said, right then and there, I am transforming the way entrepreneurs think. This is no longer a conversation about your taxes. This is a conversation about being the CFO of your business, um, knowing that your business is worthy of, and you are worthy of getting that information and using that information as entrepreneurs. And I will say we are so passionate and uh, can lead from the, our heart and we need to lead from the heart with data to support our decisions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So when you realize that was a problem and you realize that you had a lot of the answers to then go solve that problem, what happened next? Did you, I, I think a, a lot of people that listen to the show, they have an idea or they maybe know that they want to grow their business, but we kind of sit in the safety zone sometimes being a, CE, a CFO at a corporation, like probably felt like a pretty good safety zone. Yes. At what point did you then choose to shift gears and step outside of the safety and comfort and launch your own thing? Yeah. So I did both at the same time. So I was still working full-time when we started Kickstart. Um, I wanted to make sure that I, um, I planned for it, right? I'm an accountant, right? So I ran all the numbers yes. <laughs> and I said, okay, this is what I need in order to be able to support my family, to support my kids. This is the amount of money that I need to have saved up. Um, I, this is the amount of money that I need to, to, to be making per year so that I had a goal, right? The whole idea is do that calculation so that you have a goal. And then I started saving for it while I launched Kickstart. It started slow, right? We um, we built this website and, you know, and then we, we finally found our first client and then we totally morphed what we did. <laughs> we went into the business thinking we were going to do one thing and we did something totally different, um, and continue to flow with what the market was asking for. So originally I wanted to continue to support other business owners as the CFO in other small companies. However, 
the market came to us and said, no, you need to help women, right? Women, there's so mm-hmm. many women entrepreneurs out there that, um, so we, we kept, we kept on shifting what we were doing and, um, and I, I'm so fortunate and so glad that I decided to do both at the same time. So anybody who's listening that you're, you're still working full time, you have this idea, I encourage you just to start because I was able to operate from a place of abundance rather than scarcity and mm-hmm. fear because I knew I still had both. Um, and then it was able to um, finally to get the confidence to say, I can do this. And I was very lucky because um, the company that I was working with, we actually sold the company. So we, we, it was owned by a group of um, people in private equity and we sold it to another company. And then after the, the transition, my position was, was terminated. And it was like, like the clouds open, like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. there was this huge shoulder lifted off, like off my shoulders. And I was finally able to, um, embrace my business and know that I supported that, that business and helping them get that sold and, mm-hmm. and all the way around, uh, feel really excited about that decision. So I didn't have the scary, you know, jump off the ship moment, um, that I had to, had to do on my own, but, um, I was, I was able to go into having my position eliminated with the right mindset because yeah. I was so excited to do Kickstarter full-time after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. So now you just live in the reality of now that's all you have. And if things happen or the market changes, then you just have to shift and adapt accordingly. <laughs> yes. yes. Isn't that the lesson from 20? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So you mentioned somewhere in there that you have a family and children. So I'd also love to know kind of how you um, balance being like a business owner, being a mom. What does a day in the life look like in your world? Yeah. So um, I threw out the word balance um, when I was in grad school. So I I realized that there's never going to be such a thing as balance. I am either going to be a really kick-ass mom one day or I'm going to be a really kick-ass business owner one day, and I'm probably not going to be both. Um, so let's take today, for example. I let my son play on Xbox all day long, and I had back-to-back <laughs> meetings today, but I got so much done, and I was able to um, really embrace my role today as a business owner, and I got to have some amazing conversations with women business owners and helping them, um, helping them make business decisions. And Mm -hmm. I, I loved my day to day. And I know I just didn't thrive as a mom because he probably ate all his Halloween candy and he sat in front of the computer. (laughs) However, tomorrow I'm, you know, going to take the morning and make sure everybody is off to, we're doing virtual school, off to virtual school and, and, and take more time tomorrow um, with the kids. So I, you know, I just feel like there's so much pressure around moms and dads, right. Mm -hmm. Just no matter, you know, I don't want to make it a mom thing, but there's just so much pressure Mm -hmm. to have a home cooked meal every night and, you know, make this picture perfect life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've just accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. In our household, we don't necessarily, I could go for a balanced day, but like if we could round off the week feeling like we are pretty even, you know, like let's look for a balanced week. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. A balanced week or even a balanced month or I I actually like to think of, of my life in seasons, right? Like Mm -hmm. 
so summer for us, you know, I take a little bit more time um, on Fridays. We were taking half the day and and going to the beach and having beach days. I actually a few times got my parents and my sister-in-law and we all just, you know, everyone took the day off and we all went to the beach and we got to do that a lot over the summer. And now I'm in a season where I'm like, I need to double down on business now. You know, Mm -hmm. we're, we're ending the year at the time we're recording this. And I I know it's a time of the year that business owners really start to thinking, think about their financials because we're going to get into tax time. And so Mm -hmm. this is a busy time for me. So I will embrace that. And then when it comes to be, you know, Christmas time, I'm, have an entire week blocked off in my calendar and I'm not going to take any calls and I'm, I'm going to spend that time with my kids. So even if a week feels like I can't even, I can't even manage it for a week, maybe start to like thinking of it in seasons helps me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. I love that. And especially with such a insane year that we've had for those of us that for, for just those of us in general, but then, um, I'm thinking specifically through my lens of like being a mom and having my kids at home and, and kind of all that's been thrown at us this year, you know, helping, like really thinking like it is just a season. It might be a really long one, but that also is very helpful to like get through in the day to day. Right. I like, they are going to go back to school at some point. Right. Like that has to be a thing. I mean, my daughter's a freshman, so hopefully before she leaves high school. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's a sophomore, so you know okay, she's yeah. she's just uh, praying she gets to go back to school. And I said, hey, uh-huh. you know, if not, maybe we'll look at um, taking classes. You could take classes at the community college here, right, right, um, for high school and college credit. I was like, hey, look, maybe if you don't go back, maybe we can do a few of those classes instead, right. and we'll use this time to just make ourselves better in the future. Yeah. All the silver linings, all the silver yes, linings. All the silver linings. So as we look at your day-to-day in your business, tell us some of the areas that you are helping women specifically, because for those that don't dive into their financials, the ones that do just look at, um, you know, where did I end up and how much am I going to owe on my taxes this year? <laughs> what, tell us a little bit about some of the areas that you provide some support and guidance, education and, uh, and help on. Yeah. So the first biggest thing that we do for, for business owners is have the accounting and the bookkeeping taken off the to-do list, which is huge, right? It just, I know it's something that really is like a looming black cloud for business owners. And so just knowing that somebody behind the scenes is getting that done and you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very freeing for, for business owners. Uh, and then from there, you know, there's a lot of bookkeepers out there. There's a lot of people who will just process transactions and they may or may not send you financial reports. We really try to make a point to put our our feet in your shoes, in your business, right? So what do you need to know as the owner of this particular business? And really set up the income statement, the profit and loss statement. So it really fits you. I, it's so important. If you, if you do have an accounting system today or you're working with a, a CPA or a bookkeeper, the next time you look at that profit and loss statement, I want you to look at the accounts. Think to yourself, does this help me? Like, does this help me drill down where am I spending money and does it support my goals? So that's the first thing that we do is just make sure that that everything is set up correctly so that you can make business decisions. Then when we send financial reports, 
we really um, create a space for people to be able to come and ask the most ridiculous questions and know that they're not going to be judged. You know, how often are you scared to ask somebody something because you're not, you're not sure what they're going to think of you. Right. And so this is a space where people can come and say, I'm scared. I don't know what I'm looking at. What you said does not make sense to me. Explain mm-hmm. that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so then, so then we work with clients on consulting, getting on monthly calls, sending the reports in a way that takes out all the accounting terms and the accounting fear and the um, confusion out of it and, and just helps people embrace that. Because once you can take the fear and the overwhelm out of it, it's really interesting how then you can say, all right, I could use these numbers now to empower myself to set goals. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing we're doing right now is super, super fun is setting annual budgets. And it's so cool to be able to see where a client has been and say strategically, where do you think you're going in the future? And being able to set forth that plan. I had a a client yesterday go to me. She's like, I feel so freaking ready to kick ass next year because of this plan. And it was something so simple, Um, but it really is empowering. Yeah, that sounds like it. How often are you reviewing these reports with clients? Like I know everybody has a different method. Um, I was raised by an accountant. So my, my brain is like, oh yeah, I have a, every Wednesday, I call my wealth Wednesday, just like a, a, just like a 10 minute, how are things looking? And I know that that's like to a lot of people are like, why are you doing that that often? (laughs) No, Um, I think that's great. (laughs) How often are you, would you like advise people, like where do you advise people to get started and how often are you working with people um, on the regular? Yes, that's great. And I really like your name, Wealth Wednesday. That's awesome. Uh, (laughs) It feels very empowering. It's like, yes, like even, even in a year, like where, and I've shared this so many times, but like at the beginning of COVID, like we immediately lost 80% of our revenue. I still called it Wealth Wednesday. So I'm like, I am building wealth. It is happening. I am putting that out there. Affirmation. You yeah, know, I love central. that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I, I like to call it Finance Friday. So I have a similar, similar one. So we have um, a weekly dashboard. And I know a lot of people are going to think, I'm, I'm not going to do that. That feels very overwhelming. But what we've done is... Um, we have some people, who, some clients who we do it for them and we send it to them every, every Monday or every Friday. Uh, and then other, um, we do have a, a resource for, for people, anybody who's interested, who's li- listening that you uh, would like to start to create a dashboard. We have a Google doc that literally just walks you through what's my cash, right? What's, what's my credit cards? What's my, my, my loans? How much do I have available? Um, how, you know, what are my balances? who owes me money, then that's my time to go collect on the money, right? Instead mm-hmm. of collection letters. Um, and then who do I owe money to? And then I also do a, a, a month to date sales check-in. So where are my sales month for the month? What would I think my sales were going to be? What was my goal? And what were my sales for the previous year? So that I can measure where I'm going to spend my activities. I really like the weekly dashboard for clients because you can really quickly adapt and change. So if you know that your goal for the year was to really increase top line growth, and so you are doing a lot of investing in your business and bringing in and and spending a lot of money to support that. So maybe you're doing um, 
paid advertising, working with a marketing consultant, right? Uh, maybe you brought in a few consultants on your team to help you support that growth. And then all of a sudden you're seeing your credit card balance is going the wrong direction or that your availability is going low or you don't have a lot of receivables coming in or you're not hitting your sales goals. It's a really quick way to be able, be able to say, ah, I'm actually not gonna, you know, I need to figure out what's not working so you can quickly make business decisions. Uh, if that feels overwhelming, don't worry about it. You can also, um, we send our clients um, monthly financials. So at the end of every month, they'll get a financial report from us. Um, so I love the idea of doing monthly. Again, you can make quick changes. We had a client last year, she implemented a new um, service line, but in order for her to offer that, she had to bring on a bunch of contractors and she started this in January by August because she was reviewing those monthly financials. She's like, I am watching everything go the wrong direction. She's like, I know I have, my sales have tripled. She's like, I'm bringing in a ton of money. She's like, but I'm looking at my profit and I am not profiting. So she was able to quickly make the decision. This isn't the right service line for me and, mm -hmm. and got out of it. Um, and if that still feels like too much, then you can do quarterly. We have some clients who do quarterly financials. Um, but at least do it quarterly. Do not do not do biannual and do not wait for tax time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and then it's so overwhelming. Like you're like you're you're just able to make decisions more effectively. You're able to get like just take the pulse of what's going on. Um, you know, like the same news is going to occur to you once a year as a you know, like <laughs> yes. so you might as well. Uh, like if you're afraid of something or if you're avoiding something, then you know reach out and ask for help because there is a disconnect there. And, and uh, we want to see people stay in business, which is why you do what you do. Yes. That's the whole idea. I hate when I read the statistics on small businesses and entrepreneurship and you're right. That is, you know, that is why we do why we do this. It is just the heart of your business. And if your heart isn't beating, right. If you don't know, um, what you're doing to take care of your, uh, your business, mm -hmm. it's not going to be able to support itself. So, um, mm -hmm. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so for those that are listening and are still like, I'm just afraid I'm scared. I love that you've taken profits and just kind of like looking at money and like made it a little bit more fun, made it more appealing. And you've created for those that will watch this podcast, uh, on YouTube, you created the profit planner and I'm holding it up right here. Um, and it's such a, it just, first of all, feels really good. So the design aesthetic, like immediately checks all my boxes. I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is great. Oh, I love that. And you, <laughs> and you made it so digestible and broken down. So where it feels like, I don't know how to explain it other than you just want to start filling it out. You just want to start engaging and interacting with this planner and in a way that's different um, if people aren't used to working on their finances. So it's, it's all centered around the profits. Talk to us a little bit about this planner and you have a series of them, correct? Yes, there's two planners. There's foundations and financials. So I am, um, I'm a runner. I, I, I love running. And so I'd like to use this analogy. If you decide that you want to go and run a marathon, you are not going to go tomorrow or Saturday and just 
go run the marathon, right? You're, you're going mm-hmm. to start small and you're going to, you're going to train today. You're going to go out for a walk in a few weeks, you're going to add walk run. And so the, the profit planner is our way of breaking it down in a similar kind of training schedule, right? I don't want you to do all of these things tomorrow. That's going to feel so overwhelming. So what we did was we took our strategic framework that we use with our clients and we, we broke it down into 12 weeks. Every week has the, has a goal that we give some financial information. And then every day there's an action task. I just really think that the more that we can get action and, and create momentum, we'll be able to use that momentum to keep going. So, um, so we use that same theory there, um, took the accounting terms out of it and made it really manageable for entrepreneurs to read it. It's not like reading an accounting book, right? It's, it's really um, usable and digestible. And, um, and if you're interested in that dashboard, there is one in the, in, um, in the second series of the, the, the planner. Um, there's a, a dashboard in there. Yeah. I love it so much. And not only do I just love it because again, it's like, oh, I just want to start taking action, which is one of the key things like motivation will only take you so far. You have to have a tool that requires you to just like start taking action and you want to take action with. Um, But also for those of you that have done any of our business planning courses, um, you know that we teach business planning in the quarterly fashion. So this is a really great pairing with how we teach business planning. So I love that. It's a natural uh, fit for each other. Yes, absolutely. I, I love the idea of, of quarters. Um, same thing that we were talking about before with the seasons. I, it feels like a season for me um, and and it feels manageable. Uh, you know, I don't like to sign up for things for, for an entire year. I want to know that I'm committing to this for this next season. And that makes it feel doable. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bite-sized pieces. I love that. Yeah. Do you find that, um, you know, there's so many different hats that we have to wear in business, especially if we're just kind of starting out or we might not have, um, a large team working with us, right. We have to kind of always be like, putting different hats on to be a different mindset, different parts of the day or different parts of the week. Um, do you find that people have a hard time putting on the CFO hat? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if it's previous mindset issues. I didn't know how much mindset affected us as people before I went into business. Um, you know, it makes it so, um, so scary for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, absolutely. I just think that, um, a lot of women don't feel like worthy enough or, um, they're scared of the numbers. Some people say to me, I'm just scared of what it's going to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. It's going to tell me I'm doing really bad. However, I encourage anybody who feels that way, do it anyway. Mm-hmm. We had a client who came to us, um, she, she calls me and she goes, I need you to help me figure out how I can continue this business, even though I'm operating at a loss. I'm like, okay, well, we did what we call a catch up where we take all of her transactions for the year and we pull them into the accounting system. We use QuickBooks. So we pull them all into QuickBooks and it was um, like November at the time. And I said, honey, you not only are not operating at a loss, but you have a serious profit that you're going to have to pay taxes on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we need to come up with a plan and a plan moving forward. So it's not always bad. We just had right. to figure out what the disconnect was between her cash and why she thought mm-hmm. she didn't have a profit and, and her actual profits. So don't, don't feel like the, the stepping into the CFO role of your business is something to be afraid of. Have it be something that you can be proud of and embrace Mm -hmm. and, and just do it, you know, like just, Mm -hmm. just get started and and start looking at it. And the the more you get started and the more that you do, the better it will feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So amazing. And check out the profit planner because it literally is, I think probably, probably, probably how many times can I say probably the (laughs) best place to get started. Would you say that? Or where would you recommend people to get started? If they're kind of feeling like, Oh, I just don't know where to start. I feel so overwhelmed. What would you recommend? I would stay off Google. Is okay. where I would, I would stay off of Googling how to get started with <laughs> <Okay. laughs> my bookkeeping. Here's why there's so much information out there and there is different methods of doing it. Um, obviously I love the planner. We, 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 wrote it in a way that the first book is called foundations because it helps you set the foundations of the accounting process. So we go over how to set up booking, bookkeeping. We go over how to evaluate your systems. We go over, um, if you're maybe thinking about hiring team members, how to even think about that, how to wrap your head around that, because some people need the help, but they're scared because they don't know the numbers and know if they can afford it, you know? So, uh, so it's a great place to start to build the foundations if you don't have anything in place. And if you have some things in place, but you're still not really sure what to do with the numbers, the financials book is a really great tool because it goes in deeper and helps you take all the systems that you're using and analyze them. And that's really stepping into that, that CFO role. Yeah. Love that. That's great. And you have a couple of, uh, free offers for our audience that I think would probably align really well with what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Come check out the financial goal setting worksheet. Um, I, we, we use this process. This is the first step when we set our annual budgets with clients, we always start with this financial goal setting worksheet. So it's literally part of our strategic framework that we use. So download the financial goal setting worksheet. Um, I'm really excited. We just recently added to that. Um, I created a Google doc so you can, you can download the Google doc and have your own worksheet to use. And then we even recorded a a video that walks you through how to use it. Um, so that's, that's been really, really fun to, to get feedback on. Everybody's really enjoying that. So check that out. That's so great. And it's profitplannerbookkeeping.com slash she leads me. We'll put the link in the show notes. So you guys can just click right from your phone and get access to that right away. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening, you're like, Danielle, I will never do this DIY style. I'm just going to keep on ignoring it. Then go to the same website and you can book a time. Uh, come talk to me. Um, I love doing strategy calls with entrepreneurs. So come schedule a time to chat. We'll walk through your systems, uh, what you have in place today. And I will give you um, as much guidance as I possibly can. I want you to walk away from that call with um, clarity on how you can move forward. And if it's the right fit, we would love to help you with your bookkeeping. Um, We do, anybody who is a listener of the show, if you let me know that you found us through the show, we do have an introductory rate for um, all the listeners. That's excellent. 
Thank you so much. That's just such a great tool. And I know that a lot of our listeners are looking for answers to this, even if they haven't formulated the question in their mind of what exactly they need help with. I know that this is going to uh, resonate really loudly with a lot of women that listen here because, you know, they are trying to figure it out. They are wearing all of the hats. They are trying to do it all. They're building their businesses. They're raising families. They're, you know, trying to be the best partner, mother, friend, all of the things. And this is just one area that uh, is a huge area that can weigh so heavy that you can provide so much help and support. So thank you for providing those amazing offers for our listeners. We really appreciate it so much. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. I am so thankful for you having me on the show and helping us with our mission and helping transform entrepreneurship and the way we look at, at money. Yeah, I love that. So to wrap up, I like to ask our guests a couple of uh, different questions. The okay. first one would be, um, you know, on your journey as a female business owner, we talk a lot here at She Leads Me in our trainings and on our podcast, you know, that we can only grow our businesses to the amount that we grow as individuals, that we mm-hmm. always constantly have to be working on that mindset that you spoke about, um, just who we are really making sure that we're educating ourselves and growing ourselves. What books, podcasts, resources, what has been instrumental? What's been in your tool belt as you've taken on that journey yourself? Yeah. um, So from a business book that really actually transformed the way that I run this business, uh, the book Built to Sell Hmm. is my absolute favorite book. Um, really, really um, empowering for women business owners to read that because it is a good reminder that you will be your own roadblock, right? If, if you wear every single hat and nobody can operate without you, you're going to hinder the growth of your business. And so it really helped us dial in exactly what we were doing and how we were doing it. So from a business book, that's my favorite. Um, I mentioned before I'm, I'm a runner and we were talking a little bit before we hit record. I love everything wellness. So that is my, my second passion. Um, and my favorite, uh, podcast is, um, Rich Roll. Um, he is a ultra marathon, uh, actually I think Ironman, um, but just, um, really, uh, has, has helped me on my wellness journey. So if you're somebody who's, who's into wellness or um, looking for something personal, I really enjoyed that one. I love that. So, so great. And I love balancing it out too. I love that. Um, you know, balancing out the stuff that we're taking in for business yeah. in addition to the other areas in our life that still like need to be developed, especially if they're passions. It's just, it's a good reminder. It is. Cause I, for years, listen to nothing but business stuff. I was yeah. like, I need every moment in my car, on my walks with the dog, in my workout. I was always listening to something business and I got burnt out. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to hear stories and personalities and um, other people's growth journeys. And um, how are people taking care of their mind and their body and their immune systems and, mm-hmm. you know, and everything else that goes into le- or even better parenting, you know, like how can I be a better mom and right. communicate better? Yeah. Yeah. So important. Our last question for you would be on your journey. I'm sure you've learned a thing or two about running a business and finding success. So what would be your top couple of tips of advice 
for the women that are on their journey as well that are listening today? Oh, just get started. I, you know, I watch so many people in perfectionism paralysis, um, analysis paralysis. Um, there's a million different names for it, but mm-hmm. you know, we're thinking about the idea. We're thinking about the idea. Maybe this weekend you go and you create the website. You know, take action on it or whatever it might be. I just it is it is so hard for me when I watch other people who have so much potential and what they're doing, but they want to get it just right that they never start. I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we completely morphed our business. You if you looked at our first website, it was a joke. It was so clearly written by accountants. Um, (laughs) we thought we were going to do something totally different than what we were. And had I spent a lot of time just redoing the website over and over again, or getting it just right, I would have never started taking on clients and learning, oh, that's actually not what business owners need. That's not what the market needs. The market needs this. And so if you could just get started and then take the feedback, learn from everything. Learn, learn from all the feedback, what's working, what's not working. And don't try to just keep on doing something just because you thought that's how it was going to look. Be willing mm-hmm. to accept that growth and that learning journey um, as you take each step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Danielle, thank you so much for being on the show today. Where can our guests find you from here? Where do you like to live on social? Um, tell us your website. Uh, oh, I just saw that you're also a fan of our friend Hillary Hendershot on oh, your yes. page. Yes, yes she's I love so Hillary. awesome. Yes. I Anyways, love where do we find you? <laughs> <laughs> um, profitplannerbookkeeping.com is the website. Um, like I said, uh, you know, come check out the books, um, book a call. would love to talk to the listeners. Um, Instagram is my favorite. I, yeah. um, I, I love seeing everybody else's pictures and I love posting on, um, on Instagram. We really try to put out, um, real tips and tricks for business owners. And, um, you can also see puppy or puppy pictures. I'm always Posting pictures. Oh, my, yes. Love my it. Golden Retriever and Aww. all of our walks and our journeys. <laughs> That's so great. Well, Danielle, thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Everybody, check out Danielle and Kickstart Accounting on Instagram and check out the Profit Planner and uh, those freebies that she has for us. Um, we, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the She Lucy podcast. If you enjoyed it, would you do us a favor? Would you go on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review? And then also while you're there, go ahead and share the podcast with your fellow female leaders. Also be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and to get the latest information about the She Leads Me community and see what we're up to. We will see you next time.